right. We're going to start this differently because we're uh, it's our first podcast room bar in location. Making no effort to control our environment. Sorry, audio files. No, uh, but well, no, uh, at least not yet, no screaming little girls. No, no screaming children. This doesn't seem like a real children-based bar. No. We're at the uh, Duke of Perth. In, uh, I guess this is still Lakeview. It is still, it is Lakeview. It's the yeah. part of Lakeview for adults. It's the adults part. <laughs> right, which means that we're about a mile south of uh, Wrigley Field yes. in Chicago on Clark Street. It was, it is actually a Cubs game going on right now. It's a Friday, so we did our best to avoid that action. Uh, but we decided we, you know, try something different since we are uh, fun employed. And before, I mean, although when you were employed, you didn't do this as much, um, your wife and I frequently on Fridays would work from a bar. Yes. Yeah. So, so uh, she's joined us, Ellen Knutson, Dr. Ellen Knutson, PhD. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> she's not Ellen the... Ellen M. Knutson, PhD. <laughs> it makes it sound like you're going to do a Dr. Laura, sort of. Yeah. I, um, uh, I was thinking that one thing that uh, we... A uh, potential topic for today might have been the pros and cons of working for a bar. <laughs> um, I think it's different for your employer than it is for you. I have only pros for me, but maybe your employer... Yeah, what are the cons? Um, you don't get as much done. If, if you're trying to record, um, you have to deal with the ambient noise. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I knew that. We could have, I mean, we could, we could have always retired to the... It's a little quieter out in the uh, patio area. It's true. But I think this is fine. I like, I personally, for me, the uh, ambient noise sets the scene. It's true. We've actually paid a bunch of actors to just be in the background and say bar type of things. That's right. Yeah, we're just, it's all just Foley. Yeah. Just uh, I went around Chicago with a. Uh... We're in a studio, actually. <laughs> that, that's my um, alternate career. Like, Ellen in an alternate universe is a Foley artist. Can we be a Foley team? Yes. Okay, sweet. That's <laughs> our new alternate career. Yeah, I love those. Like, anytime they have those cheesy DVD extras about the Foley, where you're like cracking uh, celery in half. All right, well, we're going to play a game on this episode is Find the Wilhelm Scream. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Somewhere in the background, there will be a Wilhelm Scream. So anyway, we're sitting here enjoying some fine single malt scotches. Delightful. That's what the Duke of Perth is known for. And uh, we had some, Ellen and I had some fish and chips. I did not participate in the death of fish. We, we all, however, did participate in eating some delicious fried leeks. Fried leeks is the best idea ever. Everyone should fry some leeks. Yeah, they're delicious. So, uh, yeah, we're all feeling pretty good. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good way to start the podcast. And we, uh, as often it is, we, we really uh, didn't have a topic in mind. I love but, it when you don't have a topic. <laughs> Wait, let me get out my index cards to, uh... If you listened to the last episode and followed our advice, you would understand that joke. Yes. Uh, let me get out my hipster PDA. Yes, exactly. So I can, uh, figure out what we're going to talk about. We, we started talking about regionalism, because we all have a uh, mutual friend on the Book of Face, who, uh... I don't know if we can, we can, we haven't asked his permission to call him out by name, so I think he has to remain uh, anonymous, anonymous for the time being. But he is uh, someone from Indiana, who we all know from when we were all in Champaign-Urbana. Although, you, you, I guess you've never, I've never met, met him. him. So you're just second order Facebook friends. Yes. Okay, that happens. Everyone I know knows this person, but I don't know him personally. Right. And I didn't even know him for the same reasons that he felt like Ellen did. No one cares. No one cares. Anyway. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> Sorry. Am I getting impatient? Is that... <laughs> and, uh, you need to go back to the East Coast. Today. Somebody who uh, is currently in the uh, New England area, but he's a native of the Midwest. And, and uh, apparently, from his Facebook posts, at least, uh, feels like he's really a Midwesterner. Like, that's really where he belongs, where he needs to be. And uh, which sort of prompted a conversation about what that means. Because I grew up here in Chicago, uh, though I have lived on the West Coast and the East Coast. And whenever someone I know, like when I lived in Champaign, and anyone I knew who grew up like near there or in Illinois that wasn't Chicago would say, oh, that's so Midwestern or 
this is such a Midwestern thing. I don't, I honestly don't, I mean, I'm not, I just don't understand what that means. Like, I know, like, what the music man thinks that means, and I know, like, for me, like, being very Chicagoan means, like, cheating people. <laughs> so, or, like, skipping in line, or embezzling, or, you know, um, that sort of stuff. But it's always corruption with a friendly face. Oh, yeah, no, it's like, it's glad-handing political corruption. And so, and I do think, like, on one hand, that is funny, and that is a joke, but on the other hand, I I actually do think that's really true. Like, the idea that you wouldn't try and scheme your way to do things is, like, very bizarre to me, or, like, that you wouldn't be paranoid about certain things is very bizarre to me growing up here. I feel like there's, there's certain things, and those don't seem to be what Midwestern connotates. So, for me... I guess the only time I've spent in the Midwest is in Champaign, which has a ton of people who are Chicagoans. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Did you just excerpt Chicago from the Midwest? I, well, I don't. I don't. <laughs> As the only time you no. spent in the Midwest was in Champaign. Well, I mean, outside of Chicago, to know that... Well, so here's the thing. That's the other thing is, like, I have always thought of myself as Midwestern because I grew up here. But, like, every place I've ever lived, people are like, oh, well, that's not the Midwest. So really, yeah. Okay, that's different. That's different. Yeah. Well, because generally that's what people say after they diss on people from the Midwest, and I say, "Hey there," and they say, "Oh, well, that's not the Midwest." I mean, I I do think that there's a there's the urban Midwest, like St. Louis. Even St. Louis, Cleveland. Okay, I don't know. Uh, Which which I think Cleveland is similar to Chicago, glad-handing, but still corrupt. Detroit. Detroit, I think, would would be that Well, because that's the other thing, is like, things like Detroit, I feel like people think of the Midwest as like, oh, I mean, I guess the negative connotations I have heard frequently, and mostly it's a negative connotation, I would say, that people are, when they say someone is Midwestern, um... They usually mean, like, naive and, like... A little um, slow. Yeah, and, like, super nice. And I'm like, are you guys familiar with Detroit? <laughs> like, like, I feel like there's a lot of, especially now, a lot of, like, Rust Belt stuff is very, like, urban and grittier than, say, the Lower East Side of New York. Like, right. So if you're talking about someone who grew up in Detroit versus someone who grew up, like, in Greenwich Village and is and they're both 30, I am going to... To definitely put my bet in an urban situation on the person who grew up in Detroit. <laughs> well, but the, but Greenwich Village in 1965, it's very sure, different, it's than, different. Greenwich, than than like right. Detroit in 1965. Sure. I mean, I do think you have to kind of take into account that the, the time, right, and the you know, and that dereliction of a city brings about qualities in people. Sure, desperation I mean, brings them. Midwest about. generally, in my experience, means not from a city. And that can even mean that person's from, like, I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, to me, it means, oh, it's not somewhere that's near a big city on the east or west coast, so, you know, that's Midwestern. I mean, to the extent where I've heard people think of, say, places like where you're from in Colorado, that would be Midwestern, Mm -hmm. because it's in between these two coasts, and so, like, whatever. That's the place I don't... Well, that's only East Coasters who think of it Right, generally, to me, when someone uses the term Midwestern as a negative, as a diss, that, to me, says, I don't know anything about places other than the town I'm from. Well, and that, yeah, and as someone who grew up in New Jersey, that's, uh, it's rife. I mean, people really really don't know, like, anything west of the uh, Delaware River. Right. Um, But... I, I think, though, that there, it is qualitatively different. And, 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 you know, having lived in Chicago for five years, but lived in Champaign a lot longer, knowing, known pe- knowing people from the Chicago suburbs, for instance, very different than people from the New York suburbs. Okay. Um, in that, I, I definitely still think that uh, nicer. Okay. You know, uh, first, a, a little more patient. Okay. Even if they drive like crazy, still, because Chicago drivers, you know, fairly That's interesting aggressive. because within Chicago, I feel like there is a different uh, opinion of people who in the suburbs versus in the city. Oh, the same thing, but the same thing in like, you know, people, every every city. I mean, I'm right, and, and people who who live in the most densely populated part of uh, northeastern New Jersey think that people from central or south Jersey drive like hicks, right? right, right. So. You know, but and so I can see how someone thinks that someone who's, you know, from Downers Grove, 
would be stereotyped by somebody who uh, you know lives you know in the in, in the near South Side. But well, and I mean, I think the the term "hick" is sort of what this is about. Is like people who are from this area are a certain kind of hick. Like I think there's like a concentric circle hick. But then you have people now who are who are self-identifying, right? Someone sure. who says, you know, I'm a Midwesterner. I, you know, just but that doesn't mean I'm a hick. Right. That's all. That's why we're trying to expand. I'm, I'm pushing sure. that definition and saying it's not just uh, people, that, that, people. People are reclaiming it. Right. Right. Yeah. So there is. Right. But I think people. Yeah. Right. My mom used to be. My mom, who grew up in Iowa, used to be really sensitive about Midwestern jokes. And she'd get mad when like there were like jokes about Iowa on television. And she grew up in Des Moines, so she grew up in the biggest city in in Iowa. She grew up in lovely. this city. It's a okay. lovely city, you know, and it is urban. Yeah. But it's pretty laid back and pretty people are pretty friendly and it's not, you know, comparatively speaking, you know, it's 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 a pretty chilled out place. I guess I wouldn't consider it more chilled out than Brattleboro, Vermont. You know, I feel like there's comparative New England cities. I think like that's the thing for me is like having traveled even a minor bit in New England, that seems like a much more like yeah, I don't have back a, place. I don't have a lot of New England experience, but my sort of secondhand experience from the East Coast is that New Englanders, in some ways, are more reserved. Yes, definitely. And so they're and they don't make as much effort to be friendly. No, well, I I think part of this is also how far you are from the city. Yeah. Because I was thinking about this, uh, like I feel like that's my hallmark of sort of the the West, and I don't mean like the coast. I mean like the West. Um, which is like a lot of people who don't want to be near other people, like not necessarily not in a negative way, but like I would like some land, you know. Yeah. And I think that a lot of the Northeast is that way too. Like you're like I live in Maine, I don't want to like screw with other people. I do my job, and I want to go to a house on some land, and you know. Yeah, and so, I mean, and, and, and that's true even though upstate New York, right. and yeah, there are definitely places where people choose that. And I would that. say here too in Illinois, like in farm, but probably more farming communities yeah. where it's like, I would like my land. I don't want to talk to other people. Like, you know. Although much more of those communities, it's funny because people live a little close in to each other. Right. And the, the, the sort of the geography is different, and in part in the Midwest, it's actually more planned than well, it is even it, in but New England. It's also because it's a more recent phenomenon. Sure. I mean, all there's so many places that used to just be farmland, and now are these little exurbs. <laughs> but you know, 20 years ago, right, it was farms. Right. So whole. So I don't know how planned it actually was. I, you know, well, the farmland was gridded out. Sure, but but the uh, in in terms of which parcels of farm became a, a summer, you know a little extra yeah yeah I don't know I mean but I just think like I guess my feeling is you're probably more similar I I think there are definitely regional stereotypes that are true but I think to me it's like if you're from Toronto versus Chicago versus New York you're probably going to have more in common than if than me being from Chicago and someone who's from four hours away that's a farm in Illinois. No, I mean, I, I agree, <laughs> but in, in certain respects, I agree. And, and I, nevertheless, I think that there is something, as a New Jerseyan, different, truly different about Chicago that is more similar to other parts of the Midwest I've been in than it is to New Jersey in terms of the way people are. Well, but that's not even... I mean, no offense, but that's not a city. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I think like comparing a city to a city makes more sense to me than comparing. But even compared to New York or Philadelphia. Right. I think Philadelphia is very different from New York. It is, but I think in some ways they're very much more similar to each other than they are to Chicago. Philadelphia and Boston seem very similar. I think Philadelphia, New York, and DC are all much more similar to each other than Chicago. I think New York and Chicago are similar. Um, in terms of size and historical, like, buildings, I think, like, in terms of, like, we have a lot of skyscrapers and they have a lot of skyscrapers, you know, um, I feel like Philadelphia and Boston seem like the second tier of size sure. city. I'm just talking about the people and, and the sort of the way, the sort of attitudes and the... Uh, and the hostility levels. In some cases, Philadelphia is more hostile than yeah, New York. I would say, like, Philadelphia and Boston and Chicago, to me, have similarities in terms of sports hostility. 
Uh, New Yorkers are pretty hostile with regard that's to true, sports. That's true. It's just that, that because they have it's the Yankees and have so much money, they're used to uh, winning by money, and everyone else hates them for that. But no, I mean, and New Jerseyans are like you know pretty hostile too, and it splits the state. You know? Every, everyone near any city is hostile. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I find Chicagoans to be to be generally less hostile than. But that's because you also go to mostly really nice neighborhoods in Chicago. Okay, so where, where, where would I find all this hostility? By where I live, like West Side. I mean, I feel like if you're only going to... I mean, ostensibly, if you move to most cities, you're probably... I mean, I feel this way about New York. I, moved, I lived there. You're only going to go to the places where other people who have moved there from other places live. I mean, it's accurate. Because why are you going to go to a residential neighborhood? You know, I mean, it's... So Rogers... I mean, I live in Rogers Park. You're, you're right, I understand that, that but I'm a, saying, uh, like... But it's still, I mean, it's still a place that's on the trodden path, I feel like. Oh, there, it is conceivable that a, a tourist might go there, I guess. My feeling or, is like, it's not conceivable. Or that might tu- end up there. Right. <laughs> tourists probably aren't going to go to Humboldt Mostly because it's on the red tourists wine. Tourists are probably not. You know what I mean? There's like a, there's, I think there's a more working So you think your neighborhood, neighborhood is hostile? We have Nazi stickers all over. Yes, I think my neighborhood is hostile. <laughs> no, but, but they're not... They're only, only the people who aren't white and Christian. <laughs> well, I mean, technically very few of them are white, as a Nazi would, uh, would uh, proclaim it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think the experience you get moving to any city is not going to be the same as the experience you get growing up in any city. But I mean, I feel like, like when I go downtown, that downtown is for tourists for me here. Like downtown yeah. is where people from Ohio move, and uh, so I mean, to me, that's not. That's I find not, downtown to be more hostile than uh, other parts of the yeah, city. Yeah, because it's annoying because you have to like go through places. Yeah, and, like, and, and get out of my and, way. I'm trying to get some. Right, and 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 often you go into it's where you're much more likely to get sort of impatiently yelled at in the store. Yes, not quite as total, you should, as you should. Not, not quite in the total New York sort of way. Yeah. Which still happens in Midtown at the very least. Yes. When I visited New York, I got yelled at for being in the way. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's fair. I'm in the way. That's a reasonable thing to yell at me about. <laughs> but it's always still, I mean, I would still say Chicago fits in with the Midwestern in that hostility and that it gets expressed differently. It, it is, it, it takes a little longer to come out. The initial attempt will always be polite and then maybe followed up by intense hostility. But in an often, in, in that New York kind of way, it's hostile right off the bat. And I wonder, for me, that's also, I think, how compressed your city is. Like, how many people are in per square feet? Because I feel like if there's more people per square feet, you're like, first of all, we're all up in each other's business. And second of all, um, it's just like, there's, you know, more less resources yeah, for more people. There's less excuse for that in which I experience in, New, in suburban New Jersey. Totally. No, but I mean, or, I think you, suburban D.C. Right, but I do think that, that that the compression, like that makes sense to me in Philadelphia and that makes sense to me in Boston because those are both fairly compressed. So is your contention then is that Chicago is not Midwestern? Are you still, is that what you I really? don't know. I honestly don't know what Midwestern means. I think it means that people are sort of nice, uh, like try to, like make an effort on first blush to be nice. Have a, are a little bit patient but that part of the, the other side that sort of everyone tries to be nice is that it's a little bit passive aggressive. See, my feeling... As well. So that's that's the sort of the part in which you would, uh, you know... My personal experience moving to New York is I felt people in New York were far nicer than people in Chicago. Because in Chicago, you have enough room of, away from people that they're like, I just don't want to talk to you. Like, hmm. let's, let's all pretend we don't live near each other. Whereas, I think... In New York, you're so close, like especially on a subway at a commuting time, you're so close to someone physically that, like, yes, there's this polite, like, I don't see you're there, where you sort of look away. But like, if a crazy person gets on a train in New York, everyone sort of does a look where you're like, yeah, it's a crazy, like, there's like a little bonding moment. Whereas in Chicago, everyone pretends no one sees anyone. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Well, and I think that fits in totally with my Midwestern stereotype because it's this sort of but I think everyone tries to be nice in New York. Well, well, it's more friendly, I guess. It's not even more friendly. I think 
to me, it's more about direct and indirect. Yes. Sure. Right? Yeah. So certainly, certainly on the East Coast, people will always tend to be more direct. Right. And so to be like, oh, yeah, crazy person. Right. Whereas if you're in a place where people are being more indirect, it's like, I don't want to say that that's a crazy person, even though I think it's probably a crazy person. It's not that they don't want to say. It's part of the niceness, although it's, it doesn't necessarily work out well. It's, I think, well, and I guess my interpretation of that is not niceness as much as, like, uh, there's a, let's pretend this is not happening. Um, that's Midwestern. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's what I'm totally saying. Totally buy think, that. Well, and I feel like, so my previous, like, being a Chicagoan, like, Dis- distillation to me I feel like is partially based in that too where it's like let's dick people um, <laughs> secretly but I do feel like here there's there's definitely a really uh, like a it, 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 it impresses people when people dick people in the open so brazenly and it's, sort of, it's sort of like a like because I know when I go other places people will be like why do you let your, you know, why are, why do people steep, still keep electing these like incredibly obviously corrupt people? And that's Midwestern. I agree. I mean, there's that weird. No, because so. Well, they like, do in DC too, to be fair. Right. Well, but DC is different. <laughs> no, the DCers don't elect those people. Mary and Barry. Yeah. All right. Um, they they elect people who are cool with drugs. Yeah. Well, that's different though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He wasn't but, he wasn't making a lot of money off that. He was just getting sure. high. But I do think I I mean I do think there's this like incredible respect for like screwing people that is that I guess I that's a doesn't weird truck Ch- doesn't Chicago truck thing. with being nice to me but is like. That's the that's weird a, Chicago. Yeah. That's the Chicago branch of Midwestern, right, right. shall we say? I think Chicago, Cleveland, Toledo. You get the sort of like Southern uh, Great Lakes. Is it unions? Does unions make us do <laughs> Well, that? I think it's I think it's those entrenched power structures, right? right. You know, the, the towns where you have the one party towns, where right. like Cleveland also was like just a democratic machine. It's right. the old machine politics, and a lot of machine politics in New York broke, uh, or was broken, like sort of post LaGuardia. I guess, so, what do you think, because I've been thinking about this lately, because I think that the Rust Belt is more in common than maybe, like, Chicago has with the rest of Illinois and Wisconsin. I think you're right. I mean, there is that element. And certainly, downstaters think of it that way. In the same way that, if you talk about the East Coast, someone who lives, like, you know, outside Binghamton or outside Albany right. goes, uh, down, you know, can be like, they'll fuck downstate, right. you know. So I do think that, I agree with you, but it may be, you know, the Rust Belt. Like longitude to... Well, I, I mean, I think that, you know, I mean, what the, the problem with talking about any regionalism is you can get very fine-grained with it, Yeah. right? Sure, I course. mean, and so it's like there's sort of, I think there's gross regionalisms, which have some truth to it, but then whenever you're within some region... You, people who are there and living it are going to be like, oh, no, like, I see I see the difference between me and the person who's down the road. Well, right? or, like, so, I mean, we were talking about this earlier, like, I have a very different idea of what Midwestern is than you guys do. Because, like, I think for most people who grew up either farther east or farther west, they think of, like, everything in the middle that is north of a certain area is the Midwest. And to me, growing up here, I have zero in common with someone who grew up in Fargo. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't... It's just not a similar... Not just because of the size of the city, but, like, when driving through the Plain States, that's very different, and I feel like has more in common with... Montana, which I would definitely no, not count I agree. as Midwest. And, more, and in some ways more in common, in some cases, more in common with Champaign-Urbana, right. more in common think, with Bloomington Normal or Springfield, well, Illinois. size scale, I think it yeah. has more in common with the West, and I think, I mean, those plain states seem like by themselves on their own little yeah. thing. I, well, and so, and I and would I think actually, would. I, I would have that same uh, thing, right? So, like, you know, I, I grew up in Colorado, and I would I would put Colorado squarely in Mountain West, right? So which would be like Colorado, Wyoming, Montana. Utah. So you wouldn't say like New Mexico? Well, because that's too south. You know, well New Mexico and Arizona sort of claim them, but again, it's a sub-regional issue. Right, right. Because then you start to get southwested, but part of Colorado would count in that. Yeah, I feel like that's square. Right, so four, the four corners. corners, right, is, you know, a little different than, you know, northern Colorado. And I feel like... Um, and, and, but, like, I would, you know, have said, like, Kansas, Nebraska, the Dakotas, 
are, you know, this weird thing. We don't want to claim them in the Mountain West. No, no one wants to claim them. Certainly not. They're the Plains States. They're the Plains States. um, I'd be more apt to shunt them to the Midwest, but I would, I always, like, like, as a person who is definitely in flyover country, right, right, like, that's real flyover country. That's like you drive through as fast as you can and, you know, don't stop. Now, I've spent a fair amount of time there now, and I, I, I think that there are good people who live there right. and whatnot, but I feel like it isn't until you get to Iowa that you start the Midwest. Right. Maybe maybe Omaha, which is right on the you know Nebraska Iowa border. Um, but then, uh, although to be fair, our our greatest reports of Nebraska are from someone from New Jersey. So. The album Nebraska. Oh. <laughs> yes, indeed. And who better? Who better to understand it <laughs> than uh, than someone from New Jersey? Well, and, uh, you know, in, in so but many I also ways. Would, I would certainly include. I I would take the Midwest all the way through Ohio. See, and to me, Ohio has always been east. No, it's um, I would. It's the Midwest. I mean, it doesn't have much. And having lived in Ohio now. Um, I'm sorry. Still would I think it's just that Midwest. no one wants Ohio, essentially. <laughs> Could but be that no one wants I Ohio. Do think, but, but I do think so. A friend of mine is from uh, Minnesota. And he, to him, Illinois is not even in the Midwest because he sure. thinks that the Midwest is like those North Dakota, Wisconsin, Minnesota, uh, like that sort of Nordic Midwest, I guess. The even more reserved, still friendly, and, yes. but not as warm. And I do think that, well, no, I think that. Minnesota is sort of known as it's Minnesota nice. I mean, that's and to me, that's what like. But not warm. I, mean, I consider those to be. Two oh, not warm things. like like temperature wise. No, no, they're not oh, like they're, they're nice and they're cordial, but that there's never a warmness. It's not an embracing. It's more of a like. You mean it's this passive aggressive nice? Not even passive aggressive nice. I think it's I think it's real nice, but it's only gonna ever let you get so close. See, but I think that like okay, Minnesota, the in popular culture when people talk about Midwest nice, it is either Iowa nice. I mean that would be like a Music Man popular culture. Um, or Minnesota nice, which is sort of the same, which is like we're overly, overly, overly pleasant, and everyone's nice about everything, and everything's good here. I mean, in a Garrison Keillor way as well. But we're only, but there's also a certain like, but you're only ever going to get so close to me until I really checked you out. Okay. Like you know, and not that I won't, but like. But so in popular culture, I feel like those are the two places where I've seen that be portrayed. But I feel like there's no real portrayal of. I feel like Illinois, Indiana, that that sort of portrayal seems to be more like corn-fed, mm-hmm. like David Letterman, or you know, you're like um, girls in a David Lee Roth video. Like, like I feel like there's no. Those like, are California girls. No, no, because he's the Midwest farmer's daughters. Oh, okay. You know, like those like like buxom girls who's grown up on yeah. a farm and know how to ride a tractor. All right. So clearly, I mean, obviously, Midwest is too too large. But, but but yet, to someone from New Jersey, it's all rather conveniently... But in the same way, when someone says, that person's really East Coast, they don't mean someone from Maine. Right. Like, no. <laughs> but, they, but they might mean someone from Boston. Yeah, totally. They might mean someone totally. from D.C., but they probably don't mean somebody right. from they, the South Carolina. They don't mean a Rhode Islander. Right. In the same <laughs> like, way that I think places like Virginia, have, you know, there are parts of Virginia that are totally East Coast, and parts right. of Virginia that are totally South, right. or parts of Kentucky, or even parts of Southern Indiana and Illinois, that are... Some parts are totally Midwest, and some parts are totally the South. Right, or having gone to Pittsburgh recently, Pittsburgh reminds me more of Detroit, or or even Chicago. Oh, and Pittsburghers yeah. hate to be called Midwestern. I know. Hate it. I know, it's very funny. But, like, I think Pennsylvania is super Midwestern, I'll, I'll say it. In the well, the, the joke we make on the East Coast is that it's Pittsburgh on one side, Philadelphia on the other, and West Virginia in the middle. Yeah, or West Virginia. West Virginia, yeah, Virginia. Like, talk about another state that nobody wants to claim. Uh, neither the Midwest nor the South. It's the South. <laughs> it's South the South. Come on, oh, it is the South. I think the Southerners would take... Uh, I understand, but it's the South. If they take Virginia, to... they got to take West they, Virginia. But they barely take Virginia. Yeah. But they only don't want to take West Virginia. Well, I don't know. They were in the... They were in the... Um, Confederacy? Yeah, right. Come on. You gotta take them. That's how I said in Missouri, so yeah. You, please but, take yeah. the, please <laughs> take Missouri. You know, so I, I, I spend I spend some time with some Southerners. 
and uh, they definitely have the real South. Right. Oh yeah, and, clearly. And know, the thing I like and the fake South, yeah. right? And so Virginia is hands down fake South. Yeah, the thing Making I like hierarchical subjugations that seemed yes. to work for them before. Yeah. So culturally, good. Good. the thing I like about the real South, like when you're in somewhere like Georgia or New Orleans, is that the friendliness and the warmth feels much more real. Like to me, like the, the like you'll be walking down the street in like Atlanta. People be like, "How y'all doing?" Yeah. And it's like, and you don't feel like it's like a sort of like, well, I better acknowledge this person. It's much more of a like, kind of welcome to my city. See, I feel that way in Texas too, but they also wouldn't claim Texas because Texas is yeah. And I, I, yeah, I Texas, been is just, Texas yeah. and Oklahoma it's by itself. Like that. Sure. That's by and I think Texas stands alone. Also. Yes say yes yeah. we're different but so here's the thing I think maybe I will give them Oklahoma though yeah poor but, Oklahoma's yeah, one nobody I wants Oklahoma's either Oklahoma's like can't I mean that's the plains I feel like that's also the plains though oh hi you've reached the halfway point of Jenny and Paul sellout number 22 this is Paul and as you know by now we recorded this episode from a bar uh, the Duke of Perth in Chicago, hence the uh, ambience or background noise, depending on how you look at it. With all of our talk of regional prejudices, uh, you probably have some sort of comment, criticism, or retort for us. Go ahead, let us have it at our website, selloutpodcast.com, or on Facebook, slash selloutpodcast, or on Twitter, at selloutpodcast. That should be easy to remember. You can also email us if you prefer a more private venue, selloutpodcast at gmail.com. And please do give us a review at the iTunes store. Just just click on one of those stars, a bunch of them. Or give us a review on Stitcher if you use that app. That helps us lure in more unsuspecting podcast listeners. And now back to the Duke of Perth. The problem, part oh, we're of pissing problem. off everybody. I know, seriously, it's yeah. equal opportunity. Um, I think part of the problem is states, states in and of themselves, like the way the states are drawn, is too much of a, a generalization. Right. Because like Southern Illinois is far more Kentucky. Yeah. Than and close you know, to Kentucky. Yeah. Then and I feel like St. Louis is clearly not the South. You yeah. know, but it's pretty far south in and. I guess being a Chicagoan, we think everything south of, of Joliet. No, south of Chicago is I'm the like, south. Joliet's pretty far south. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty far south. Right, but yeah. And, and, and yeah, St. Louis is far more to me is far more like uh, Des Moines. Yeah, it's Midwest. Either is I would like, say that that's very like good. Chicago. And but I, you know, and I think those are other things. They're pleasant like, places. Like. To, the Midwest right now, if you go to most Midwestern cities, means tons and tons of Vietnamese immigrants, which is not what people meet, think they mean when they say the Midwest, right? So, I mean, I think there are, that's probably changing, but I think a lot of times that is, term is used because, again, like I said, to mean I know nothing about this giant place. It's true. I agree. But it's funny, it, but this is sort of, this conversation was sparked by somebody who was self-identified, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I do think, though, he was not saying Chicago. He was no, saying, definitely. he was saying downstate Illinois. Sure. I don't know what you call it, Indiana. Because Indianapolis is pretty god darn. But I, but I do uh, see, it seems Midwest. like, okay, in my brief time in the Midwest that is not Chicago, it does seem like people who lived there were like, oh, I would like to move to other college towns. Like, this place is similar to <laughs> well, college towns. There's definitely, I the think, Midwest the Midwest college towns. And they're more, sure. like, they're more like each other. Oh, but yeah. I think all college towns are sort of more like each other than... than Again, I well, think it's more about... I would say that Madison and Champaign-Urbana oh, yeah. have a lot more in common with each other than they do with Princeton. Sure, but I mean, state school college towns. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I would think like... Then they do East with, Brunswick with New, or New yeah, Brunswick. Yeah, New Brunswick. I mean, real state schools. Like large state Whoa. universities. Oh, no. Rutgers is like... <laughs> Rutgers is the largest New Jersey state school. Okay, okay, but I mean... Well, again... Rutgers I, is about the same place as New York. Okay, but then again, that's really close to a city. I mean, no, it isn't. I, well, I feel like... <laughs> but everything there is close. Yeah, it's, 45 minutes, <laughs> yeah. it's 45 minutes by but, train. But, that's but, very but close. This is, this is not by a, East Coast turn. This is not for, by New Jersey no, State. No, and, and, and also um, College Park is also, I would not say College Park. But those, I think, again, those are all... I could start rattling off all sorts of college towns I agree, but I think those are much similar. closer to cities. I'm saying, like, wherever... Ann Arbor's close to a city. 
Sure, that is. But That's it's true. And 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 you can argue that Madison Street aren't close to Milwaukee. It is, yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's about an hour, not even an hour. I, mean, I guess I think of like southern state uh, universities, similar towns. Um, no, I mean like Auburn is is not like Champaign Urbana. Okay, yeah, Auburn is not um, like Champaign. And I don't, you know, I haven't been to a lot of the southern college towns. I think the southern college towns say, are more okay, in common with each other. See, I was even like I was gonna bring up Eugene because I'm I'm trying to think about this, but I, I think that you know I think I Eugene mean, and Madison have a lot in common. I think that I I mean I think in the ways that you can find similarities like like between all between towns. between all places, sure you know like so I I think that you know it's like. Uh, you know that there are you can you can point out the similarities. Yeah. But would you but say? But like, I think that I think that Eugene has a different feel and a different vibe than. Uh, and a lot more uh, earth first anarchists. But Madison, I mean, it's still no, they're, pretty, but they, they're not earth firsters. They're they're, uh, they're more more like union busty. Yeah. Violent. More, yeah. No, they're more they're, they're more union defenders. Way. They're union defenders. Right. Well, yeah. That's yeah. That's sorry. Right. Yeah, and they're not and, and they tend no violent Madisonians are not don't tend towards the violence. Yes, side. they do. They like burn down campuses. But that's not. But but that's but that's <laughs> people got shot on their campuses. Yeah, I but think that's like well, not recently. No, not recently. But like, well, no I, one's been like really no, terrorizing. And, 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 and when and, recently either. But when uh, Madison on Halloween, that's not people from Madison. That's that's like every high school kid who can liberate himself from a shitty small town in Wisconsin. Sure, but they have. I mean, there's been political violent action. Sure, but not in a long time. No, Whereas, but there's not been a lot of political violent action in a lot of places. Within the last ten years, there's been in Eugene. Where burning people got killed? No, what burning SUVs and setting and yeah, spiking but, trees. That's, but no one's getting killed. Well, no. sp- tree spiking is killing people. Yeah, well, tree I'm just saying people. that that the, they have the Earth First. All I said was Earth First yeah. or anarchist. But I think because those are now terrorists, now those are classified as, yeah, as well, terrorists. I think that's really bullshit, cut down. But, yeah, no, that's totally bullshit. That's a but side. But nevertheless, <laughs> I do think that, that, like, see, the Big Ten, the Big Ten college towns sure. have more in common with each other oh, than totally. they do with other. That's all I'm saying. They, you know, it, it, but I think Minus big, State College. But I would say the Big Ten college towns also have more in common with each other than, say, Champaign has in common with here. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Except, I mean, yeah, I mean, in some ways, uh, Champaign has more in common with Evanston. Or Bloomington. Yeah, that's or all I'm saying is, like, normal, places yeah. that have a college... And I guess Evanston is kind of a college town. I mean, town. college towns definitely have their own, like, subset. It's the most that urban is one, but... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's all I'm saying. I think, like, mm-hmm. again, I think it's, like... I think places' size and their distribution far away from cities and their density have more to do with this than regionally where they are in the country. Yes, of course, their nature, the nature that is around them has, has something to do with it, too. And, like... You know how outdoorsy the place is, and like you know, right. but, but, but I, I, I think but yet they're very different in say no, Boulder. I think it's no small thing the nature that surrounds. Like I, 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 I feel totally like agree. that that really. I mean, you know, we, I believe we were talking about this before the recorder went on about you know your preferred natural disaster, right? right. Like like what what sort of terrible weather are you accustomed to right. that you don't think anything about, right? Right, and you know so I I think that your environment, um, right? Somebody here thinks doesn't in the Midwest doesn't think so much about tornadoes, no. but they might be really yeah. scared of falling rocks or uh, avalanches, right? right. Yeah, but I also and I also think though uh, in the Midwest, especially what I've noticed since moving back is um, people are far more likely to take advantage of natural stuff around them because they know during like three to six months of the year they will not be able to do that. Hmm. So like I know people who live in Southern California who haven't been to the beach in ten years, whereas here like I feel people. I mean, it's just too much of a hassle. Definitely, there's lots of people who never go to the beach, but the people who I know who are like some semi outdoorsy in any way are like. Ah, it's summer. Let's take advantage of this. Like, especially in Minneapolis, everyone I know but there the is like, let's go know, kayaking. Are the people you know in LA outdoorsy people? Yes. Okay. But that, they're like, a, oh, the beach, whatever. It like, takes me like an hour and a half. Like, well, and I just think it's, it's something you take for 
granted because it's nice every day of the year, so you think, oh, we'll eventually go, right? Rather than, and, well, and yeah, like and next to Chicago is definitely like, oh, it's finally and I, fucking nice. And I you think better Minneapolis fucking do it. is that way too. And yeah, I, think I agree. It's like, oh, we have to actually make the most of this. And probably nature. I think you know the Mountain West is that way too yeah. because people are like, oh, well, it does. Except they can ski. We don't always. So. Well, except that that's their years and their time. We don't have right, enough, right. enough snow or the right kind of snow. You know, you don't, you know, to make it worthwhile. And then the summer offers them a different thing. Right. You know, but right. Whereas, because I think Jerseyans are pretty like hard, hardcore about the beach as well. Right. Because it's something right. that Jersey has. Right. Yeah, or like I mean, I'm sure in the far northeast, that's probably true too. Where it's like, ah, we could actually go fishing now. Let's go make a, <laughs> right. We can actually make money. <laughs> we can wade in. We're not totally freeze to death. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I guess I still the fact that like if. I agree with your sub-regionalism point, but I feel like if it's a state that doesn't even itself feel it's Midwestern, then how can it really, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think the self-identification is part of it, too, to me, where... Right, but, but you know, it's, it, I, you know, where... How... With, with some states, I mean, it's like, well, what do you identify as? I mean, like, like if I if I felt like, oh, you know, Ohio is not Midwestern because Ohio itself decides that they're an Eastern state, right? Which I don't actually well, think they're is all in the case. But the, well, they're all in like that Eastern time zone. They are in the Eastern. So Indiana and Michigan. Well, not all of Indiana. The Indiana that's by Chicago is in the right. Which, which I think is a great example of like, oh, sorry you guys, we gotta be on this other time, like, because we're actually part of. Like, well, plenty of other states are split by time. Sure, but no, yeah. no Chicagoan would say. I mean, no one would be like, oh yes, the Indiana suburbs of Chicago. Like that is like personally offensive as a Chicagoan, but like obviously they are our suburbs, and you know so much so that they're like we commute from here to. Yeah, here. they're on your commuter. Train right, exactly, line. exactly. But it is, it is like emotionally troubling. As a, like, like it would be like saying like part of Hoboken is essentially Manhattan. Yeah, it's but like, of course I've, I've, no, I've met so many fucking New Jerseyans who moved to the Midwest, and you ask them where are you from. I'm from New York, and you push it a little further. I'm like, no, wait. So you grew up in Wyckoff, and then you moved to fucking uh, yeah. to, to uh, Hoboken, and then you lived in the city for a year, and then went to grad school here in, in, in the Midwest. That does well, not make you a New York. That's true here, and I think that must be that is also a complicating factor. Like if you live in a city, there are lots of cities that are like that pull from the surrounding region. But if you're a city like Chicago or New York or LA um, or Portland, uh, Seattle, where it's like there are a good portion of the people who live in your city are are from six time zones, you know, from three time zones away. I mean, I think that complicates it too because, you know, if you live there for 50 years, yeah, obviously you're a Chicagoan or a Seattleite. But, like, that brings a difference. That... That obviously will change your city's vibe no matter what. And I, you know, as a New Jerseyan... Uh, who's now lived in the Midwest uh, for uh, 20 years this September. I feel like I have been Westernized. You have lived in the Midwest longer than I have, essentially. No, a little less long. Yeah. So I feel like I've Midwesternized, and the, the edges got shorn off. But not shorn off, so much it just sort of sanded off slowly over time. Um, and to the extent to which... It made me not want to go back to the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Now, it didn't make me fall like in utter love with the Midwest mm-hmm. so much as I find it utterly uh, acceptable. Well, yeah, so when I left the West Coast, there were definite things that I was like, oh, this is the reason I'm leaving. I hate these things. But um, These things in the, on the West Coast? On the West Coast, okay. yeah. What do you hate of the West Coast? Uh, I'd like to get across a fucking bridge without there being a protest every fucking weekend. <laughs> I'm not sure Portland is quite that out. bad now. I think things have... <laughs> yeah, it was You also, were there during yeah, the height, during of, the, night, yeah, during yeah. The height of the, uh, of the right. anti-globalization. Right. Yeah, and I also, yeah, I also think, like, I don't really want to hear about your protest ever. And I don't want to... Can't I just go downtown? For I think hipsterism has uh, replaced anti-globalism. Yeah. Um, also, the fact that, I mean, to me, it's a small town. It, things weren't open after midnight. Yeah. There wasn't a super huge amount of ethnic food that wasn't Asian. Um, yeah, but I think could, those are all Could not true. get a yeah. de- decent pizza. I'm sorry, that's an issue. Um, no, no so, so I, no, having, no been, having been a complete pizza <laughs> snob, right, because New Jersey, New York-style pizza... 
is still the canonical pizza in my mind. I've had some decent pizza in Portland. Uh, maybe that's true now. Pizzicato has been around for fucking ever. It was there when you were there. Okay. okay. I like Old Town Pizza, which is like a nice kind of deep dish. It's more almost mountain pie style, although not quite as big. Kind of like what you would get up in the, in the mountains up in uh, Colorado. There are not ethnic people who are not Asian, was my experience making the pizza. No, I think that's true. So that was sort of the issue. But yeah, I, I didn't have your sort of average pizza too much in, because I always pick different food when I'm in Portland, because I mean, the other food is better. I will say equal, yeah, well that's the and The part. Mexican food is also sort of like, Well, eh. and that's, and well there were actually Mexican people making food, so it was hard to find, but like you could get it. But I would say... Similarly, I would never eat Mexican food in New York either. So. No, that's a, that's a lesson of utility. Or New Jersey. It's hard to Why? find. Why? That doesn't make any sense. It's a major city. Why is there no Mexican there's food there? Because not a lot of good, not a lot of Mexican. But there are Mexican people there. They are in Chinese restaurants. Why are they not in Mexican? No, they're not all Mexicans. I know. They're, no, they're, I understand. They're Guatemalan and Ecuadorian. But many of them are Mexican. Uh, it's not like it's New York. There's got to be a, a couple of Mexican people. You open a good Mexican restaurant, you are there's, not. You're not my, my parents managed to find some good kind of uh, uh, Mexican American food in, in North Jersey, and like I would say I'm the place. It's not impossible. It's, it's decent. It's it's more like going to like that little Mexican cafe here in the uh, in the Chicago but region. But for a major for a major city, it is bewildering. Bewildering. I think no, because no, none of them wanted. They're like, fuck it, this is too hard. You can get Burmese food. Why can't I get Mexican food? <laughs> Because you can get Burmese food. You ought to be happy with that. <laughs> I don't understand. Go to fucking Taco Bell and Chipotle. <laughs> I know. I don't think they have Chipotle, do they? Oh, they do. They yeah, have they have Chipotle, Chipotle now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So what is the Midwest? What states are in the Midwest to you? Minnesota, Iowa, Missouri, Illinois, Wisconsin, Michigan, Indiana, Ohio. I would add Kansas. Kansas City is Midwestern. Which one? Both of them. Um, so I would say Illinois. Obviously, I'm starting with, which we pronounce differently, I would point out. Um, <laughs> well, there's Illinois in yeah, Illinois. She says El Illinois. Well, she is Ellen, so that makes that's fair. I'll, I'll give you and that, Ellen. I grew up in the West. Yeah. It's okay. I grew up calling it Oregon until I lived there for like three years. So, um, so just like uh, Donald Fagan. Yeah, and John Linnell. John Linnell also calls it Oregon. Um, and it is a major rhyme in one of his songs, so it's very hard to change, I assume. I think it is also a Steely Dan song. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, I Don't take like, me alive. Right. So, I think uh, Illinois, uh, Wisconsin, Indiana, as much as I don't want to claim Indiana. As well. I feel like Indiana, a lot of Indiana is the South. That, to me, is very... Um, Evansville. And, I, I mean, I guess, yeah, having driven through Illinois South to across Indiana and Ohio. A lot of Ohio is Kentucky as well. So, I mean, like that, it's like that southern half. I think the South, southern oh yeah, half southwestern of, Ohio. Of, I think the southern half of Illinois, Indiana are... Although I think Dayton Ohio. is totally Midwestern, but Cincinnati has elements of the South. But you really don't get it, and they're only like 45 minutes apart from I each other. I have not spent enough time in Ohio to say, but growing up, I would say that I would give that to Pennsylvania. That seems Pennsylvania to me. Um, Cincinnati's the other side of the state. No, I mean all of Ohio. I'm giving all of Ohio to Pennsylvania. They would they, they would if, reject the gift. If we take Indiana, you get to take Ohio. Ohio is your Indiana, so you need to take it, okay? Um. We might agree with that. <laughs> yeah, right? We, we've divided. You guys get Ohio. We'll take Indiana. It's terrible. So, you know, whatever. Now we're, now we're pissing off. Yeah, exactly. Our, our huge Ohio-Indiana contingent. I, I work with somebody who is from uh, Indiana, and she would get, and she, we get very uh, defensive yeah, about the... Yeah, used to work. Used to work. You're unemployed. Yeah. Um, I'm fun employed. We'll take Michigan, even though it's in the eastern time zone. It's basically Canada, so, but we're, it's fine. Uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota, I think I would take. Everything else, Missouri! Top half, top half. We'll take two-thirds of Missouri. Did you say Iowa? 
I was totally Midwest. Yeah, it's that Plains area. It's the Iowa. Rolling Hills or something. I'll take Iowa. I'll take Iowa. I'm convinced. I'll, I'll take Iowa. They have the state fair. They have state fair. I'm, they get, I think the, they get They get the, the, the butter sculpture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Iowa State Fair. If you're going to pick a state fair, that's a really I've good one I've only been to, to two. I've gone to Iowa and... Minnesota. I felt that really like I've not been to Minnesota. cemented my I've been Americana. Iowa many times. It's, it's uh, good. Yeah, but everything else. I, I shook in, hands with Arlene Specter at the Iowa State Fair. I feel my feeling is like having driven through a lot of these states, like endless fields. That's plains. Endless fields equal plains. Yeah, at the end. And hills does not say Midwest to me. There are endless fields in Illinois. I understand. I understand. It is plainsy too. There, there, I get it. There are also hills and endless fields in in the south. Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But in the south of Illinois, where it's like coal, that's the south. There's hills because of coal. Yeah, but what about the Wisconsin hills? I don't really like Wisconsin, so I don't really care. You don't like Wisconsin? <laughs> I'm from here. We hate it. Wisconsin and Indiana. Uh, see, that's there, the thing. That's the thing that I never thought would happen to me. Is, there's some hills in Michigan too. Yes, that's true. That's true because it's close. See, those are the edges of the Midwest, right? So they're near the East so Coast really, where there are hills. Really, the Midwest is Illinois. Illinois, yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's like... And begrudgingly Indiana. No, I disagree. No, no, no. There's definitely... <laughs> always begrudgingly Indiana. No, I feel like there are obvious edge states, right, that like sort of their topography and culture is edge. Like, And that's why I say like Ohio to me and, and Pennsylvania, I feel like are edge cases, right? And in the same way, like, you know, North Dakota is sort of edge because there's the part that's near Minneapolis that is definitely far more Midwestern. And then there's the part that's more West, that's like more West, the West style. So I feel like those are edge cases as well, where it's like, oh, this is almost Canada. There's some mountains here. There's waterfalls. I mean, uh, like, some of Ohio is essentially near, closer to New York state. Then, then it is towards the Midwest. I mean, there's like because of the waterways, like Erie. Yeah. Well, that's not that's in that's Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. But like, there's parts of it. Dunstown. Yeah. But I would say, like, I haven't been to Erie. Like that. Again, Erie is far more Detroit than it is. How was Erie, by the way? I loved Erie. I've heard nothing it's kind but of awful sad. things about. It's kind of sad. <laughs> But you, uh, it's uh, surrounded by a lot of awesome stuff. Did it's, you try and find any of the great, any, uh, where, with the, the great band Live? I did not. I did not. I went to uh, Niagara Falls, which is not far. I visited delightful breweries. Um, it seemed size-wise like a college town. Like there was like a little downtowny area with like college towny type bars. Um, you know, it's near a lot of beautiful things, I guess so, and I bet it's really cheap to live there. Oh, yeah. So that was optimum, but... Uh, There's no jobs. That's why it's but, cheap to live so there. So I also feel like an East Coast perspective, which Paul can yeah. speak most, uh, you know, uh, authoritatively about... It has, um, yeah. Like, that the East Coast doesn't go very far. No, East Coast. Re- like regionalism wise. Like, so, you know, it's like they're not going to accept very much. They barely accept Philadelphia. What is your southern cutoff, personally? And having grown up, what would, it, what well, would be your southern cutoff? DC. Okay. Maryland is always but sort of DC in DC is the, kind of the South, too. I think it's an overlap. But but it is got it's, it's developed its own culture enough. Sure, but like the South, like Southern magazines definitely include DC types. Right, and Northeasterners yeah. include DC as well. So right. it's, it's you know it's an overlap. In the same way that you might include Fairfax, but you're sure as hell not going to include Richmond. Okay. Yeah. No. Definitely. Okay. Those are your, yeah. I just think there's overlap. But areas. how far how far west do you go? The river. Delaware River, that is. Um, so Philadelphia, right, that, that's in battle. Sometimes, and Philadelphians themselves, sometimes they're like, I'm East Coast, sometimes not. Wait, what else would they consider themselves? Right, well, that's the hard part. They're like, words. Well, I do think there is, like, and I think D.C. gets this because it's not in a state. It's, like, a very identified as its own city. And I think, and I do think Chicago is similar. And I think New York City is the same way. Like, no one's ever going to say, like, I'm really proud of being from New York State if you're from, like, Brooklyn. I mean, you're, you're proud of being from Brooklyn. Right. I mean, because it's the same thing if you think about the West. 
like Spokane, right? Is that the West Coast? No. I mean, you know, Washington's a West Coast state, but... But, like, the desert is not the West Coast. Yeah, it's, yeah. you know, it's and next in the same to way, Idaho. Like, even, like, Palm Springs, people probably would not consider, like, because it's the desert. I mean, yeah. it's the middle of the desert. Or Vegas. Like, yeah, Vegas not, is not, not the... Like, I, do, no I the West feel Coast. like that there's, um, in the West... I may be second-guessing myself as I'm saying it, yeah, but right, I'm going right. to go with the first thought anyhow, that, you know, there's the people who are from the coast, but they also have some state identification, and the states are so large I think that... California does not... I think that's breaking up, because I feel like everyone I know who, you know, and not as... Right, and so, but, but I feel like the California identification is more north and south. But I don't think it is... I think that's changing, because I think... Now it's like the coast, which is cities at, that have industry, and the inland. Well, I mean, you're always gonna have the urban and rural divides in any state. Sure, but I think you know that right. that complicate things. Of and course, so if, but you know where your if your population is, you know, regardless of where your population is. Right, but I think as like the cities on the west uh, in the California coast grow. And it's sort of like one large city. I mean, it's growing to be that because there's, yeah. you know, I think that inland California is just farms, honestly. So, I mean, I think... Or Sacramento or the Inland Empire or... I mean, Inland Empire, like, no one wants Inland Empire. <laughs> or Sacramento, which is in Right, yeah. Also. Yeah. No one wants Bakersfield growing either. Growing urban yeah. monstrosity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, I think all that way down is sort of cities, and it's those suburbs keep growing and growing and growing. And I guess I feel like a lot of people I know who live in the coast are kind of like, oh, those people inland, whatever. That's the that's the drive I make between here and Vegas. You know, it, that's like their fly, mini flyover. Oh right. right. <laughs> All right. So we're actually because we're on a poor recorder, we have about a, we're, we're running out of battery. Run out of juice. So we run, I think we run out of juice more or less. Okay. One of our shorter episodes, I think. Whatever. We have time for little things we like though. Okay. You, someone else go first. Cause I don't have a thing I like. Here's what I like. This is thanks to Ellen. Aguas Frescas. We've recently been uh, making Aguas Frescas, which uh, for people who uh, don't know, who maybe aren't near large Mexican populations. <laughs> like in New York. <laughs> like in New York. City. Someday Rich, Rick Bayless is going to like open up a, a frontera in the, in the uh, LaGuardia or something. Or I recently Kennedy. read a quote where he called people in L.A. timid about Mexican food. <laughs> Thus making people in LA want to stab Rick Bayless. Yes, our, our own fav- <laughs> our own favorite restaurateur and uh, top chef celebrity, who uh, who is a, a grand uh, advocate of Mexican food in Chicago. So Agus Frescas are, are are like you know they're fruit drinks by and large. Fruit, um, water, and sugar. Fruit, water, and sugar. So they're not unlike a lemonade. But using many different combinations yes. of fruits. And definitely pulped. So, like, you get all you get rid of the pulp. Yeah, so they're not cloudy. Yeah, so they're, they're all clear. Um, and they're very refreshing. And, you know, depending on how you make, they're not always super sweet. Um, and uh, they're a great summertime drink and a wonderful alternative to uh, soda or some other crap you might put in you. And uh, you make it yourself. And it's better than, like, uh, Sunny D. Perhaps I can uh, 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 just second the, the agua, agua frescas and the things I like, um, and that I've been the person making them. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So they've been my new my new thing to like to make. Right. Because um, they're easy. Uh, you can't fuck it up. Um, you just put some fruit. Yeah, fruit and water. You put some. Delicious. You put some fruit, and usually, so I usually also will use some. Uh, citrus juice, generally lime. Lime juice, whatever fruit, watermelon, cucumber, some other melon, strawberry, mango, whatever. Put it in a blender, blend it, um, put it through a sieve, and then um, add water. How about I add? Do you ever do the bubbly water instead of the regular yes. water? Because yes. that seems delightful. It is. Um, and uh, I usually use uh, uh, agave nectar 
Oh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, and just delicious and easy. And sometimes I'll do, like, the agua fresca concentrate. Oh. So without much water added to it. So then you can add the bubbly water fresh oh, so it yeah, doesn't that's go good. flat. That's good. Yeah. Uh, on bubbly water, I love my soda stream. I know people oh, yes. recently have been dissing on it because they're like, it's not as cheap water-wise. Or, you know, I think they sell it as... It's so much cheaper than getting, you know... Seltzer. Yeah. But I don't know if it is. I find it, like, less of a pain in the ass to drag home giant bottles of water. Yeah, it's true. And it is still more, like, ecologically conscious. But mostly it's my laziness. Because you use the same bottle over you and over again. You use the same bottle over and over again, and you could get refills for the for the CO2. And you don't have to do it very frequently, the CO2 refills. If you're not Merlin Man. If you're not Merlin Man. Um, I don't have to do it very frequently. Um, it's delightful. It's always in your house. It's never flat because you just do it then. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, um, I may get one eventually. Yeah, it's great. I, and they're super cheap now. They used to be like 100 bucks. Now they're a lot cheaper. Um, yeah, I just think it's super convenient if you're a person who likes seltzer. And you used to live on the East Coast where seltzer is everywhere. Yeah. Here it's a little bit harder. There's Although no recently seltzers. our Dominix is like loaded down with the seltzer. In, in grocery stores I've seen they have seltzer, but if you go to a gas station, no, there's like no, no seltzer no, anywhere right. here, and it's a nightmare. Yeah, I agree. Like, why can't I just get some bubbly water? I don't understand. That is a, that is a major regional difference. I, I and in Brooklyn with. you could still get it delivered. Yeah. Why can't I get, doesn't, don't people here like bubbly water? I guess not. Not enough juice. Yeah, not enough. Not enough juice. No, well, you got to get close to North Shore. Rogers Park is close sure, enough. Sure, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Not dewy enough over here. Okay. Well, thank you, Ellen and Jenny. Thank you, Paul. Okay.